Welcome to Wish Upon a Star. This is Andale Banks, your host. Wish Upon a Star is a dynamic radio program spotlighting talent in the arts arena with discussions of the challenges and advice in making it in the visual, musical, literary, painting, and performing arts. As a unique part of our show, we will interview professional guests, experts in the field of entertainment law, copywriting, studio recording, publishing, and promoters, all relative to this highly competitive industry. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is Tisha Winkler, an upcoming young poet of written words of reflection, comfort, and encouragement. Her biography. From the beginning in my life, my grandfather, who died years ago, wrote poems, and my mother writes songs and lyrics. This background of the arts inspired me to flourish in writing poetry and to sing on the church choir. I also write songs and write poems for the children. I am extremely involved and interested in working with children, especially teaching preschool children. Another great enjoyment comes with encouraging people to continue to be involved in life, extending this in helping senior citizens in nursing homes. Writing is my passion, and as such, I have penned over 300 poems in my portfolio. Most of my poems were written when in a verbal relationship with a love loss of many years ago. Most of my poems are themed in giving women inspiration and motivation to move through a broken relationship to help overcome a hurt. My poems have been copyrighted because I felt it was an important step and creative writing. The process has begun also to publish a book of my works. Public performances include performing at various open mic events, in my church, at sponsored teas, where different artists performed their written words of reflection, words of comfort, and words of encouragement. Poetry is truly inspirational because you can express true feelings and expand your words into intellectual expressions of support for other people, experiences, the community, and environment. Concentration and the creative state is in full force when I'm listening to gospel music or jazz. It gives off captivating vibes to write something inspiring for others. My favorite part in my poems is the beginning, middle, and ending, with emphasis that every part of the form will intoxicate and excite your interest to read more and more. I'm excited where I'm going and the people I will reach with each spoken word of encouragement. Welcome to the show, Tisha. 
Nice to meet you. We're so glad to have you. Like I said, I've spoken with you and know that you're a young poet coming up. Now, I am an artist, and I've already doodled and doodled when I was real, real young. But poetry is a very taunting creative genre of the art. What motivated you in this direction? Well, years ago, I used to have a lot of... I used to be in a lot of plays when I was younger. They were always giving me, like, different parts, and I always recited different poems. And most of the times I used to uh, recognize most times I would like to rhyme words together. Mm. But as I got older, when I attended college, the professor, he told us to write, like, a nine-paper term paper, and he said, or oh, you can write a poem. So I was trying... To to get the easy way out, so it took me like six hours just to write a poem, and that was my first poem I wrote while I was in college. What was the name of it? Can Do you remember? <laughs> yes, it was called The Betrayal of Hamlet's Love Scene. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> There's a theory that when you begin to first write a book, or even poetry, you should usually begin with writing about those things that you have experienced. Do you believe in this theory? Yes, um, I believe life life experience can, can bring out many expressions for writers. When you have been through life episodes of betrayal, hurt, or pain, you are inspired as a writer to capture your audience with these real-life experiences. Oh, that is absolutely true, because everybody might have the same types of situation. It may not be exactly the same, but they are the same types. So that's what yes. you actually go into. I'm sure everybody's had these experiences of betrayal, pain, and also great memories. So what is the main theme of most of your poems? The main theme of most of my poems are love, which I, I just love romance, survival, Ooh, yeah. and how Jesus can make us whole. But most of all, most of my poems give women feedback that they can make it through any life experiences. As growing up, while my parents divorced, it was sometimes lonely. So at that time during my younger life, it took me a while to cope with the situations that I was going through. So it inspired me to write as a young child. Oh, that's, that's excellent. Because sometimes when you are, like you said, a young child that had to go through an experience like that, where did you put that pain or those feelings? So you wrote it down. So I hope that my audience, if they're listening, they don't have to be young, do they, Tisha? Um, no, they do not. It, yeah. No. You could be any so age. So if they're even older and, and going through, because a lot of people who are in their 40s and 50s get divorces. Where do you get that? Where did you, you would, would you suggest that they write? Um, yes, writing sometimes can bring out the expressions that you have in your heart. Instead of hardening so much anger inside your heart, you can just express how you feel on paper. And sometimes it relieves it from your heart because sometimes you're just current around pain for years and don't even know it. Right. Uh, like I said, I hope my audience is listening, and so am I. I just lost my son um, last year, a week before Mother's Day. And I say to myself, um, where did you put the pain? It's, I'm still suffering from it. And somebody told me, you should write something. And maybe yeah. I'll get back with you to ask you how to help me with that. I can paint a picture of pain and memories. But to actually write it, 
I don't know how, you know, I might, I might get really, really upset about it and don't know which way to start. Yeah. So in that vein, do you think anyone can write poetry? I think anyone, if you just, um, if you plan, you have to plan, or you can just start off okay. with like little words, because sometimes you might not even form a big sentence, but just start jotting down how you feel, and you never know, you'll see things coming together. Okay. So give me give me an idea of what you're saying uh, um, when you say plan and jot down. So would there be a like, formulation of Roman numerals or one, two, three, four, five priority or what? Sometimes, say if like I'm in a anger stage, I might say, well, I'm feeling kind of angry today, and I might put down how I'm really feeling, or mm-hmm. how can I cope better with these feelings. And sometimes mm-hmm. it'll take it might take each person a different time setting to get things put together, but sometimes you can just write down how you feel in different graphs, and the words will just come together. So what you're saying basically is when you think of something, jot it down. Jot it down, yes. If you want to plan something, I I get you. So if you're feeling romantic, you write down something. Let's say you just met someone, and how do you feel about them in the beginning? I got you. You jot that down, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> then where do you go or what do you do? You, it's almost like a resume. Yes. <laughs> so you Different can jot steps. that down. Yeah. And then you, oh, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I like that. I like that. So the schematic is to think about it, plan what type of theme you want, and then that whatever comes to you. Well, I do that as an artist, and most artists do that. They take a sketchbook with them. And when they're out and about, if they see a tree that they like, they'll sketch it. So I think, yeah, so that works both ways, I guess, with poetry or writing. Or writing, What yeah. other poets inspire you and why do they? Um, poets inspire me because everybody is unique and different, and everybody, everybody comes to the table with something different. Uh, many poets inspire me, like Par Lawrence Dunbar. My mother always used to read his poems to me, Elijah, Elijah, bless thee, Lord. And I was like, wow, the different rhyming words caught my attention. Maya Mm -hmm. Angelou, and I love Jill Scott. When I was younger, I used to listen to her music, so it inspired me to write, because sometimes I need music to write sometimes. And these poets gain knowledge, and they express their abilities to reach many people through their life experience, too. Right because there's a lot of songs that tell a true story. Absolutely. So that's a good direction to look at. Just listen. Well, I'm talking years ago. The music today, I don't know too much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right, the music. And I love Jill Scott, by the way. Oh, yes, I love Jill Scott. I'm a DJ, and I I love her. Oh, I love her. Do you have to be in a particular place, Tisha, when when, when you're getting ready to write? Or in have a certain mindset to write. How does that work for you? Well, if I'm in a romantic mood, which but I'm not now anyway, but back then I had to have love music to write like love poems. Okay. Um, now, most of the time I had to have a quiet place. It has to be quiet. Okay. And sometimes I can write when it's noisy, but I have better poems when it's like real quiet and the and the room is like well lit, so I can see what I'm jotting down. 
okay. and jazz music. And I love jazz music too. Sometimes it helps me. It helps me to um, stay focused in the music and the rhythm. Oh, that's great. Well, that's also for me as an artist. I love. Well, I'm a jazz DJ, and I love uh, operatic music and symphonic music too. And of course, the light is quite obvious. If you could travel, Tisha, any place <laughs> in the world, and somebody would pay for it, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> spend some time writing. <laughs> where would it be? If I could travel any place in the world, it would be France, England, or Paris. I love, um, well, I love art and I love painting, so this would be the right place for me. I love these international places because people have different styles. They have different mannerisms. Each person is unique, just like poetry. But you have to go to probably some of these places. What place have you been to that really grasped you for your writing technique and inspiration? It doesn't have to be out of the country. Just any place. Like where you like to go sit. Like, I like to go in the park where there's water. I love water. Park, well, actually, I love jazz. Water. I love jazz music and, like, the Museum of Art. Okay. I love it. So I love art. So I love any art. Any, anything, anything that deals with art, I love it. <laughs> oh, me too. Or a coffee shop <laughs> that has, like, different paintings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if it's nice and cozy, I can write better, too. Great. Like Barnes and Noble. Was, right, we're getting a backflash. And so I'm going to take a break here and see where Don can uh, do something about that. What we're going to do is take a 15 second break and we'll be right back. Let's get loose. What up, y'all? Just came to your city to say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show me love. Hi. Uh, hop off the plane to a new show what up? And all the shorties, they be waiting on me Thugs packing they pistols But ain't nobody aiming on me Got a pocket full of fresh dough So you know I got a bacon, homie And I'm thankful Get whatever you want Hi, welcome back to Wish Upon a Star I'm your host, Adele Banks And today, ladies and gentlemen we have an upcoming young poet, Tisha Winkler, who is a poet of written words of reflection, comfort, and encouragement. To continue our question, Tisha, if there was a poet that you would like to meet, who would that be and why? If there was a poet that I would like to meet, um, I love a lot of poets, but I admire Alice Walker. I admire her because she writes short stories and poems, and she writes books like um, Color Purple, which is my favorite movie, and she is one of my favorite poets. Oh, okay. Now, do you have an emulation-type poet or, or somebody that you really, really say, well, I would like to write in that style? That's what I meant by emulation. Well, you know, what uh, Maya style Angelo. do you have? Maya Angelou. Maya- Yes, I love her writing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Now, at this time, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we would like to hear oh, you recite one of your poems at this time. 
if okay. you could. Actually, I'm going to read the, the title first one. Of it? I... Yes, I have the title of it. Okay. It's called The Betrayal of Hamlet's Love Scene, Part 1. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay. The Betrayal of Hamlet's Love Scene. To love or not to love, that is the question. When it comes to love and desire, what options can I admire? The love that I once had has not made me glad. Fear, worry, and distress hold me tight while the angels give me light. Near the tunnel I pass while my heart beats fast. Scream out, you mortal fly. Can you really make me die? While I wander through this house that is empty, I hear you speaking in my ear so gently. The rain falls at my footprints while he passes me by with no hint. Birds are singing their favorite song in the midst of all the fog. Someone has been through this feeling while robbers and murderers were killing. Seek my face. It is shining like a dove. Burst of rainbow come out of hiding. Pity me, you horrible beast. Can you really be coming from a feast? Delight yourself in my presence while I try to do this love lesson. To love, to enlighten, to in love the one who I admire for so long. To you give me dignity to be the person of integrity. Why have I held on to this burden of seeking romance when you will not give me a chance? To sit in longer for your sweet lips, pain shatters through my left hip. I am just like the Holy Grail that wants to be found or to be sold by the pound. I will just wait until that day of romance. Please give me a chance. I just want romance. Now I will sing and dance. Oh, that's not I like it because it's warm. It's not harsh. It's a very yes. warm part. That that's really nice. Are you engaged in other creative writing forms other than poetry? Um, yes. Um one of my friends, she writes poetry too. At her church she has like open mic night and they have like different teas and different people come and read their poetry like on a Saturday night at a gathering mm-hmm. at um, different churches, and I'm in a women's group, and I recite my poems there, too. And I also write children's songs in uh, my preschool school. Oh, that's excellent. I saw a mention of being an artist. Give us an overview of that, because I didn't get into that too deeply because I wasn't certain what aspect you were speaking of, whether it was you know, illustration or actually canvas art. For the art? Yeah. Um, I love canvas art. I mean, do you actually paint yourself? That's what I was saying. No, I don't actually. Sometimes just painting just makes me relax. Okay, so you just love art, but you don't really paint yourself. No, so I just love art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, well, of course yeah. I do, too. <laughs> For your book, uh, Keisha, you said you might or don't say might, you will be getting your poems published. Have you chosen a publisher, or do you think you will do self-publishing? Well, right now I'm in the process. I have my copyrights. Uh, One of my good friends, her name is Barbie Johnson, um, she has three books now, so she knows how to publish books. 
So we are actually gathering my information now, and she's going to publish my book for me. Oh, excellent. That's excellent. What do you, uh, well, with her, she's already done it, so you're not going to have any particular problem. But some indie books are faulted for not being very professional due to grammatical errors and typos. What steps will you be taking to ensure you will create a quality product? And this is for our audience, too, because there are steps that you need to take in order to show that your ending product is going to be the best. Um, yes. I know sometimes as poets or people that write different storybooks, sometimes we try to save money and we try to, like, try to publish our own books. But sometimes we need to spend the extra money for somebody to proofread it because we might miss exactly. something. Exactly in the book and you want, you don't want your customers to buy a book and you see a lot of words that's like have errors. So the lady, Miss Barbie Johnson, who's going to publish my book, she also has a person proofreads, but you have to pay extra money. So I'll just be willing to pay the extra money because you want to give a quality product for people to admire what you're writing. And so you want it to be professional. Right. Proofreading is, is paramount. That's your paramount uh, step is to yes. get somebody that you know, and then also proofreading has to be a major step when you're getting ready to publish a book. Yes, look, I'm glad you said that because someone that I know, they did have a book, and I found a couple of errors in their book, and they had to get it retyped. And that can be expensive. Yes. So how many proofreaders does she have, or do you know? Because I used to be a proofreader, too. So how many do you think she has or should be read in order for the proofreading aspect? Um, I know for sure she has two proofreaders for her book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, oh, one person great. might miss something. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know when I was writing in college, of course, I would read it from the bottom to the top, then from the top to the bottom you know, maybe two or three times to make sure that my paper didn't have any errors in it. Of most of your 300 poems written, are there any favorites? Because I know um, the one you like I, the beginning, the well, ending, and all of that. Um, yes, yeah, so the one I read today, and I think the first book, because uh, I have, like, different titles of my books, and most of them are, like, either love scenes, or the second book is, like, when... I was getting healed. I think the book of I was getting healing was is my favorite book and favorite poem. Do you have that handy? Where we can hear Um it? Yes, I have one that I was going through the process of healing, yes. Okay, could you read that for us, please? Yes. I tell you and what, let me take another break and then when we come back. You're going to tell me the title and you're going to read that for us. All right, we'll be back in fifteen second. Okay, thank you. Welcome back. 
to Wish Upon a Star. This is Andale Banks, your host. What we want to say is thank you for listening, and we're broadcasting on www.bbsradio.com, Station 2. You can listen to our previous broadcast in the archive link on the website. We also welcome comments and suggestions at musicradio34 at gmail.com. And also, look for us on iTunes, Facebook, and in syndication. Again, we welcome comments and suggestions at musicradio34 at gmail.com. And welcome back to the show with Tisha Winker, an upcoming young poet of written words of reflection, comfort, and encouragement. And Miss Tisha Winkler will honor us with another reciting of her poems. Yes, thank you. And this poem is called, titled, No More Tears, Just Joy. I have dreamt of the day when all of my sorrows would pass, and I would have my college degree and husband at last. No one said it would be easy, but one thing is for sure, I have to stay busy. I cannot worry about who does not want me or who isn't interested in me. I just want to be free. I want my joy back. I want to be beautiful again, especially within. God knows my heart. There is no good thing in me. I do agree. But God said he will give me the desires of my heart and he will give me a new start. I am pressing on no matter what life brings. I just want joy, especially within. I want to laugh again and be loved by a godly man. Lord, make me over. This is my desire. I love it. I love it. And they are almost like mantras where you can read it and read it over and over because it's not that extensive. You know, it's not very long. And so it can be fulfilling on a daily basis almost. If you yeah. have any other ones you want to read, you certainly can, because we have some time. Um, yes, actually, the children in my classroom, they last some time, because I write songs as I hear them, like, you know, different tunes. And yeah. this is called, <laughs> this is tune that wears Dumpkin. And this day, we are talk, talking about penguins. And I wrote one as that tune. It says, I am a penguin. I am a penguin. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I love to walk up, then I walk back. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I am a penguin. I am a penguin. I eat fish. I eat fish. I love to swim, then I come on shore. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do you like penguins? Do you like penguins? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I love to watch penguins, especially when I'm singing. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, excellent. I think I might steal that. Mm, I don't know, in case I have some more children. I do <laughs> also go to daycare centers, and that's a good chanting where you can do it for exercise, you know. Yes. That's the first thing that came to my mind that I could get people get up to do it, walk like a penguin, which would be good exercise. Excellent. That's really great. 
Now, do you have any future projects in the making? And if so, you can certainly tell us about them. Um, my future project, projects this year, I want to, you know, get pub, my book published first. And okay. also, I would like to um, travel to, like, different countries. I want to travel to Africa. But most of all, I just want to be focused on the things that I need to do. And I also want to have a copyright for my children's book also, a children's literature book. Okay. Have you started that yet or... Actually, I'm starting on it now. Yes, I'm in the process of getting okay. things together for that one. Great. We did start very late, so we're going to really start at stop at three because I have another appointment, and I'm sure you do. So, my next question is: What advice do you have for aspiring poetic authors who may be um, listening now? That Jason? I have for um, mm-hmm. aspiring. I'm sorry. My advice I have for inspired poetic authors is to make sure you have time to do the writings that you're supposed to do because sometimes you just don't have enough time Mm. in a day and to be well organized and to get things together. And one of the things that has held me back for so long is procrastination. Oh. Procrastination. Mm. If you really have something that you want to offer people and you think they will get healed, Please don't procrastinate. Just get it done and try to move it forward. And also to believe in yourself and never give up and always take time to write so people can be encouraged through your writing. If you remember all that, repeat it because I'm writing it down, but I don't think I got all of it. So that time is a great element. You have said so many certain things. I was trying to write them down so we could all repeat them again. So time... Yeah, make sure you have enough time because, you know, we have to work, you know. (laughs) Some people, we we have to work. So put in the time and effort to get everything in order and to be well organized. So when it's time to write, you don't have so many things that you need to get together. And procrastination, because it took me a long time just to get things together because of procrastination. I said, oh, I have time to do it. I have time to do it. So like 10 years have went past, and I'm still at the same process wow. and I was trying to get things done. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, fine. To reiterate, um, some of the wonderful things you've said, ladies and gentlemen, that Tisha has told us, is that if you're going to write be a poetry or a book, be unique. Because I know we know yeah. a lot of songs out there that people copy of other people's songs. You go like, yeah, okay, well, somebody did that. So she's yeah. saying, be unique, be different, make sure you're in a quiet place. Pick what you want as your background, if it's music or just quiet. She's also saying that you need light so that your mind can open up. If you have to go to other places to find inspiration, make sure it's somewhere quiet. She also says, Believe that you can do it. So you have to believe in yourself. No procrastination. And you also want to have good people around you. Is that right, Tisha? Oh, yes, indeed. Almost are in the same vein as you are of what you're trying to do. So that's another good point. That's number seven. 
like people. You want those around you. Like I said, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the show. Can you let our listeners know how they can obtain or hear your written word anywhere or somewhere? Um, yes. Um, my audience can reach me at, um, I'm on Facebook at Tisha Winkler, that's T-I-S-H-A. W-I-N-K-L-E-R, and my email address is Tisha Blessed, T-I-S-H-A-B-L-E-S-S-E-D at at hotmail.com. All right, repeat that, because even if they won't, maybe they want you to write something for them, you know? Yes. So repeat that again, Facebook. Yes, it's Tisha, T-I-S-H-A. B-L-E-S-S-E-D. It's Tisha Blessed at Hotmail.com. And on Facebook. All right. I hope you enjoyed it because I certainly did. Now, what I said was I'm not going to hold you up anymore. We started late, but I'll have you back later. Hopefully, once you have your book at a certain point, you call me and let me know, and then we can advertise your book. Again, Tisha, thank you so much for joining Wish Upon a Star, and we'll speak with you again later. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll be right back in about 15 seconds to sign off with additional information on other poets and authors that we'll have on the show at a later date. We'll be back in 15 seconds. Hi, and welcome back to Wish Upon a Star. This is Andell, your host. What I wanted to do is to emphasize how many wonderful authors we have out there now. With children's books, we need to get our children back into reading away from that TV. That's only a personal thing I think should be done. Of course, you have to do what you want to do. The first one is entitled One Crazy Summer by Rita Williams. Garcia. This particular book won the National Book Award. Miss Williams has been very busy. Her next book is called entitled PSB11. Rita Williams Garcia has been on the New York Times best-selling author list. Nettie Millard, entitled Inspirational Spa, From the Womb of the Morning. This is a collection of poems which has been highlighted as a successful collection of positive ideas and poems, vivid phrases that bring the pages to life. Quote, Kirkus Reviews, unquote. Demi's Flute, Entering the Realm of Sound, 
by Delandria Mills. If you are a favorite listener of the show, Ms. Delandria Mills was on the show a couple of weeks ago because she's a renowned and outstanding flautist, and she has written Demi's Flute. We will have her on the show again to actually go and tell us all about this wonderful book for children. The other book is called President of the Whole Fifth Grade by Sherry Winston. It's about a young lady in school named Brianna, where she had a recipe for success in order to win an election to be president of the whole fifth grade. You can start with her. You start with a cookie with a knack for baking and a dream of becoming a cupcake chef extraordinary. Brianna, justice for president. We hope you will continue to listen to the show again. We appreciate it. We're broadcasting on www.bbsradio.com station two. And you can listen to all of our previous broadcasts in the archive link on the website. Again, we welcome comments and suggestions at musicradio34 at gmail.com. Look for Wish Upon a Star on iTunes, Facebook, and in syndication. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Andale, your host, and Denise Banks, your coordinator, saying, keep reaching for the stars. 